Welcome to SelfDiscoveryMedia.com, where we discover the communities that are making a difference in the lives of others. Our self-discovery is something we are all making on our life's journey. Here you will find the people that will be your guidance, that will be your inspiration, that will be there for you in support on your journey of life. Do enjoy. Our next show is... Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Quantum Spirituality right here on selfdiscoverymedia.com. I'm your host, Sarah Troy, and my guest is Mary Helen Hensley, all the way from Ireland. We've got a lot to talk about today, and we're going to be talking about the healing with sound, vibration, frequency, and light. She is a chiropractor. Um, she got involved in a car accident, which was to change her life forever. And with a vivid clarity, she was able to recount all that took place during her near-death experience, along with her reconnecting to her life's purpose and healing. She's a facilitator of the healing process for countless individuals and is one of Ireland's and Europe's most sought after metaphysical healers. Uh, she's got a wonderful book called... Um, how, pro how Promised by Heaven, um, which we're going to be talking about. I don't have the book in front of me here. That's something that's missing. Uh, right now, just because of COVID, she's back doing chiropractic work. Uh, but we're going to be talking about everything else that she does as well. Uh, she's very much into the humor and the honesty, coupled with integrity and compassion. And uh, metaphysical and synergistic and energy and everything it's all part and one folks and you know that's the whole thing that we need to understand energy is us it's everything around us it's how we use it how we direct it and how it actually benefits us and this lady is juggling a lot of energy of her own at the present moment uh we've been on demand with her chiropractic work um but she will get back to all her other wonderful work very soon which we're going to be talking about welcome to the show love Thank you. It's great to be here. Island, lovely place to be. What made you go there? <laughs> uh, that's a great question to open up with because it's a very... Throw you in the deep end. Everybody's just like, oh, was it a boy? No. Oh, was it, <laughs> was it work? Ultimately, yes. I went seeking ancient symbols. That's what mm. I was doing. And so I was on. I was on a quest. And then when I got to the heart of Ireland, Athlone, um, there was, there was no leaving. Right. You know, it was, it was, I was staying here and this was where I needed to be. This was a calling for me. Um, and I've been here for 22 years now. Wow. And where do you originate yeah. from? Virginia. Quite Martin a difference. Virginia. Quite a difference. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Looks wise. There's, it's, you know, there's some similarities there, but, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's been a, an interesting journey for sure, because coming from the deep south where it's sunny all the time to the uh, vitamin D deficient <laughs> island of Ireland, um, yes. which in all of its uh, elegance and beauty, if it was not raining all the time, then everybody would want to live here. So, true. true. Yeah. Yeah. And, the, you know, the reason why it's so lush and beautiful, because it rains. <laughs> yeah. so when, we get a, when we get a sunny day, there is... Um, there's a palpable gratitude because I live in, I live in Hel uh, Hollywood in LA um, for the summer every year. And it's so interesting because when my daughters are, are there because they're, they're born here in Ireland 
it's so funny because it's they wake up and oh it's sunny again oh it's sunny again oh and they're just oh it's and, sunny <laughs> and it's so interesting having grown up in the south where it was sunny most of the time how um how you forget just just what a big deal that is mm-hmm. and i love about ireland the fact that we have so many different weather patterns you know mm-hmm. yesterday it hailed snowed rained rainbowed um we had it all and the deep gratitude that is palpable in the air here when it mm. is sunny, the people really have a deep appreciation for it because, because it's rare, do you know, it's, yeah. um, it happens, but, and it's not like we don't ever have sun, but it's just such a, a, a special thing, especially when your life revolves around having to, um, like I'm getting my cottage painted at the moment. Mm-hmm. And my painter said, good Lord, this is the longest paint job I've ever had to do because <laughs> the weather just kept changing. Yeah. And, um, how things are really, really tied into it. And you see why they talk about it so often mm-hmm. because really, you know, they have to do everything based on what the, uh, what the rain is going to be like. And that's also why they're such a hardy people. Yes, um, exactly. So much the, you know, their sports, they're the top sports people ever because they play no matter what the weather. Yeah. Um, it's not like, Oh, we have a rainstorm. So we're going to postpone t- tomorrow's baseball game. You know, <laughs> over here, they're out here sliding around in the mud and mm-hmm. it's just, there's a resilience to the Irish, you know, the 800 yeah. years of oppression that they mm-hmm. carry in their, in their cellular memories is, is so evident. Um, and there is a, a real, um, there's a real sense of just tenacity about the place. I love it. And that's, you know, kind of probably why you were attracted to it, you know, metaphysically that energy there, that resilience of hundreds of years, mm-hmm. um, you know, being there for each other, you know, the village mentality, you know, yeah. they only survived being together. Um, and, and it literally, you know, is deep rooted. So in every bit of the soil and every tree and every root, you know, that is there, that resilience that we need to survive together and we need to be appreciative of those sunny days and we need to come together. Um, and I think this is something that gets missed, you know, in North American countries, but which are so big and vast that yes. that fighting for that survival, that having to be, you know, with each other, going through famines, going through repression, going through everything else, it, uh, it grounds people in such a way that literally every bit of the soil, everything that grows there is, mm-hmm. is a testament to that resilience and that love and that passion. I mean, anybody that goes to Ireland to visit always goes, oh, I wish I was there longer. Oh, I love the people. Oh, I love the place, the vibrancy of it. And that is because it's a sense of living in the moment with an appreciation of what they've gone through to be able to live in the moment. Yeah, you also have that ancient element of it Mm. where, you know, people find it very interesting. I get asked all the time whenever I'm traveling around and I'm speaking and people find out I'm from Ireland and all, and they're like, isn't that a, a, a very heavily Catholic country? And I say, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, how does your whole woo-woo spirituality, you know, stuff go down over there? And I'm like, surprisingly, extremely well, because remember long before Catholicism, you know, we have a, a culture based in the Druidic and Celtic mm-hmm. um, traditions. Yes. And so being at one with the land where, you know, of the patients that I had in today are farmers Mm -hmm. and explaining to a farmer um, uh, how important it is to, to 
not necessarily that they don't need help, but they just don't need any interference. And when you're, mm -hmm. when you're realigning the body and the spine and allowing that innate intelligence to flow and they're like, Oh yeah. Okay. I get it. You know, and they get it. Yes. And cause that's when, the land grows and they're in for their land, right? Yes. Yes. So they have that same respect and reverence yeah. for the animals as well. And so they get it, you know, yeah. Oh, you know, Oh, there's your grandmother standing in the corner and I'm, you know, like it's, I'm in the middle of an adjustment and somebody's dead grandmother's in the, in the corner. And I'm like, it's Tuesday. I don't do that on Tuesday. <laughs> and um, Spirits don't care when it is. Get it. Yeah. You know, the, the people get it. That idea that someone would turn up or that there would be a sign or that it's just kind of commonplace. Yeah. And I think because this, um, you know, with me being the, the life after death girl, everything mm. that I write about, you know, mm. 10 books later, um, that digestion of, of the idea that death is but a doorway, mm. they get it because these are the people who are waking their beloveds and they are having the body in the home. The kids, yes. the family is all around. They're leaning up against the coffin, you know, telling funny stories, drinking a cup of tea and death is quite normalized that way. Now in the 22 years that I've lived here, um, obviously because I'm American, I kind of can compare everything to what I knew. I'm watching it become a little bit more Americanized that way mm -hmm. where it's like at all costs, let's keep somebody alive. Let's, you know, mm -hmm. and I'm like, no guys, don't go there. Give them um, a graceful death. <laughs> it's yeah, time. Yes. You know, and watching slowly things like insurance creep in yeah. and, you know, um, where insurance, like my, I'm probably one of the only, you know, when I go home to my friends and they're like, you don't do insurance. And I'm like, no, um, because people come in, they pay me for a service and they leave. And that's totally normal and natural to them. Yeah. The idea that somebody would, um, would be having some kind of input on who they could see or yeah. how much they, how many visits they could how, have. Yeah, how, yeah exactly. Mm -hmm. They're just like, uh, but that's the only, I'm seeing a slow creep of that attempt to come in here as, you know, because Ireland is in, you know, turmoil mm -hmm. of uh, this public health care system that we have, which is trying to be privatized. And what we're going through with um, the COVID scaremongering right now is just, it's monumental. Yeah. And so it's, it's something like this that would, would take to switch a country like this into a space of, um, of uh, complacency first and of adhering to guidelines that might not necessarily make sense to someone morally or philosophically. Yeah. And so, you know, you're watching that kind of, and I'm just, it's like watching a train wreck that you can't stop. Yes. Slow-mo. Yeah. 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 You know, it's, it's screaming out in the audience. Don't go through that door. Don't, don't, <laughs> yes. go. don't go to the basement. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. First thing they do. Yeah. Exactly. And, and the th I did a wonderful show yesterday on aging gracefully and that the gift of aging and you know, your, your, um, plus 50 plus, um, age group are going to respect the land, respect the tradition, respect the energy that comes from the messaging that comes from the, your younger people are going more to the quick fix, you know, um, the easy way out and losing that connection. And it's really, really important that no matter what the age, that that connection to the cosmos and to the land is very, very important because that energy stream is a stream. And it sure. needs to constantly be in flow. 
and you know i'm sure with chiropractic what you need to release is where the chi where the energy is blocked and when the body uh, you know it allows the energy to flow then the problem fixes itself and you're back functioning again but how do we bring that about to the youth today that feel that everything is a downloadable app well, what's interesting, you know, there are, I'm, I'm always seeing that. I'm like, fill up that glass again. Cause I already drank it. Yes. I'm always, I'm, you know, that glass is always going to be full for me. And one of the many positives, like I've had the best pandemic ever in all of my lifetimes. I've never mm. enjoyed a pandemic so much. Um, I've had a really good time. And one of the, one of the pluses of this is because people got locked in and some people were like, oh my God, this is my dream. I'm on Netflix 24 seven and they, the kids are on their phones. Well, what's so interesting coming back into this kind of branch because chiropractic is all, it's vitalism. So it's always, we've always had that kind of, um, even though we didn't want this, it became an us versus them mentality. Mm. It was a vitalism versus mechanism mm -hmm. and um you know so we spend so much of our time educating people and so i've got i've walked back into a practice where my same i've got the same patients i had 22 years ago mm -hmm. because they don't they don't come to the chiropractor because they're broken or they're sick they come here because they want to maintain exactly 100% of who they are. And so by teaching them all these years ago, the vitalism and, and as people began to implement that into their lifestyles, it's so predictable now. I'm like, that one's going to get COVID and that one's not. This right. one's going to have a sniffle and this one's going to be on death's door. And you can see that approach and the way that they, they take care of themselves. But one of the big pluses has been the fact that it's like, I remember once years ago hearing Tony Robbins talking about trying to crack one of his friends from smoking. And he, you know, of course, he's very large, imposing yeah. man anyway. And he locked this guy and himself in a hotel room with boxes of cigarettes. And he made the guy smoke and smoke until he was vomiting. Mm -hmm. And it was so funny because I'm seeing a lot of these kids who always fought to be on the phones or were hiding the phones, mm -hmm. well, now they have to be. And, oh, sorry, school for eight hours on the screen? Yes. Sure. And then they're like, do I really want to get off and get straight onto my phone? My eyes feel blurry. My, yeah. And it was, it reminded me of that Tony Robbins approach where they were just, they've been inundated with so much screen time. It swung this pendulum. Yeah. And now it's coming back and finding some balance because mm. these kids are extraordinary and they chose to come in at this time. So we're, mm. when we're constantly berating them for, for, for screen usage and for phones and all that, look, Anytime anybody gets a new toy, they're going to play with it yes. to excess, and then they're going to put it down at some stage. And what I'm seeing now a year into this, and I'm not going to call it grace it with pandemic, it's endemic. Um, what I'm seeing now is these kids are going, man, my neck hurts. What is this? And my 16-year-old girls who are like, I'm like, I even developed a, a YouTube show called Ask Your Fanny. And I'm dressed as my great aunt Fanny. And because I'm like, if you don't hold that phone up in front of your face, you're going to look like my great aunt Fanny. You're going to have a hunch on your back. And now they're coming in with the actual yeah. hunches or the neck locking. And um, they are aware in a way that I don't know if this had happened, would they have actually yeah. been as aware? So I'm from my standpoint, 
from the care of the human frame, right? From being able to educate people that, that you know, that the spirit is that the spirit isn't inside of the body. The spirit is all around the body yes. and that the body is here to serve the spirit rather than the other way around. Right. It's giving me an opportunity to have conversations that I probably otherwise wouldn't have had yeah. um, because the injuries are predictable and severe um, to the point where you're getting kids who are, you know, as young as seven, eight, nine, who are getting in a position where the neck is locking forward. And I'm actually watching the devolution of the spine. Um, you know, we're going from a 60 degree curve to a military curve, or mm -hmm. which is like this, a straight neck. And these kids are asking to be taken somewhere. Something's not right. What is this thing yeah. poking out here? And I'm like, yes. And only for the pandemic would this have ever happened. Yeah. Yeah, there was a great poster on Facebook kind of, you know, the, there's that one of, um, you know, the near thunder will be ape growing into the human. And then mm -hmm. there's another one of people becoming the F in the Facebook like this, right? We're becoming the F. And so it is, uh, oh, this, this comes up in every show of mine. It's just to remind us that there's a breeze and the sunlight and the ocean. There's always something to wash it away. Um, but it is, an, as you said, it's only when we go to extremes that we start realizing, oops, okay, that's not working for me. Or I don't like this side effect of this. Uh, but if you told them, eyes rolling in the head what do you know you're old you don't use it like I do right and it's when they overuse it and it's like ma or I've got this neck ache where does this come from and so sometimes humans have to learn the hard way most often they do yes yes you you can't tell them I mean we do these shows because we hope that we're preventing them from going to the Grand Canyon and just having a just little pothole but you know sometimes people have to fall into the Grand Canyon before they get the I message think as as someone who's been working in you know in the field of, of metaphysics and healing for as long as I have I mean it was I'm 52 now and I had my accident when I was 21 and that was you know and I came back in with these altered abilities yes. i've been at this that was the whole reason that was the yeah. whole reason yeah i've been at this a whole you know really long time yeah and it's really funny because I'm, I'm constantly learning and constantly growing and watching and things that we think um are so important sometimes aren't and we begin to realize um one of the things that i am facing right now is that balance between showing up to help educate people and why do I feel the need to educate people? Yeah. And so it's that kind of it's and it's really, you know, it's a fun place to play because I'm really I'm challenged Yeah. because it is it's like it's built into my psyche, um, especially when you're a doctor and especially when your whole life revolves around kind of turning up for people. I've been at so many deaths. I've mm -hmm. been at so many, you know, that I've been part of that process where somebody is choosing life or death or somebody is you know healing a, a serious malady in the body and they're recognizing for the first time that 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 vibration that frequency that allows them to to access that place of healing is not coming from outside of them right and it's coming from i've watched all of this unfold for years and yet there's still this thing in me where I feel like I have to go do the groundwork and get my hands dirty. It's like playing in the garden and um, 
deliver information to people. And I have so many friends who have no interest whatsoever. Right. And, uh, but, uh, and I'm like, it's interesting that, and you're quite happy to just sit back and allow someone else to go and do the work necessary to create the life that you'll have the privilege, privilege to live. And they're like, yeah. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. I find that fascinating, Mm -hmm. you know, because who's more evolved, me or them? I don't know. You know, well, I think it's a case of, of why do I need to do that for people? Why, why do I need, what part of me am I discovering that? Mm -hmm. um, Well, it's what you, you were reborn to do. uh It's your calling, it's your purpose. And the thing is, we can only help those of free will. Um, but you know, you, you can inspire with the knowledge, but until they're ready to partake of that knowledge and participate in the action that is needed, all you are is a billboard, but maybe, maybe at some point, you know, something happens in their life and that billboard comes into their mind. Ah, Mary Helen told me about this, right? She had something. So sometimes we're seeding, we're seeding knowledge that they're not yet ready to hear, but at some point, you know, the, oh, oh, I need to water these seeds. I need to understand more of this, or I need to do something. And we can't help people until they give us permission to do so. But we can still instill the information out there and around them, because that energy of that information is all around them, and it goes within them, and it will come out when they're ready to receive it. Mm-hmm. So it's never a waste of time, although sometimes it feels like you're just hitting, you know, locking heads but it's just keep on being because that's what your rebirth was all about you couldn't exactly. you couldn't walk away from this now because it is who you are mm-hmm. indeed it is <laughs> and that's the thing is that we see so much so many people chasing life chasing the exterior life and we know it's an interior life you know when you do the work interiorly the soul, the heart and the spirit connection, the mind will know what it needs to know when it needs to know it, that knowingness, exactly. that connection to the energy, that understanding, that empathy, that compassion, all of that wisdom comes about because we have gone from the inside out and we know where to receive the knowledge that we need when we need it. If you're not in tuned and you're still chasing everything on the exterior, you're constantly going to be let down because the exterior can never give you the fulfillment and the abundance that the interior can do. Exactly. So whether they're ready to receive you or not, that's their choice, but you're there when they're ready. In the meantime, you've planted seeds. Oh yeah, Johnny Appleseed. Yeah. <laughs> And, and uh, you know, for some people, it will never grow because they're going to suppress it, always looking for an easy way. And for other people, it's going to be, oh, there's a branch. I don't see that growing, <laughs> you know, and then they're ready. And whether it's you or someone else, they're ready to receive the knowledge. But everything is somebody coming to you. They're giving their body over to you to correct. But they know uh, maintenance. Don't wait for the stitch in time. Don't wait you know, for there to be a complete ladder in the stocking, as we used to say, you know, catch it before it gets to that point. And they understand the maintenance of the body. They put their bodies through so much. 
right? So they come to you for that maintenance. So it prevents the breaking down of the body. And that's the same with our spirit, our psyche, our, our intellect. Everything needs to have that maintenance, doesn't it? Which means we need to participate in what's around us. That's the beauty of getting older as well. Yes. Um, uh, when I was a young doctor, I used to get discouraged when people wouldn't, I would, they would come to me for my help and for my advice. And I would watch them just go through such unnecessary suffering. Yes. And, yeah. and it's so funny because you just change as you get older and you watch them and you go, that's okay. You need to suffer if that's, you know, I'm here and yep. no judgment. Um, you know, whatever. And I'll get to you when I can. Yeah. Um, Oh, when you open the door. Yeah. But also I've gotten very firm in a space of people's lack of attention to their own health care is not my crisis. And yes. that's a very different thing as you, you know, as you mature into your own, uh, into your own skin, into your own um, spirituality and understanding that, you know, you don't have to stay in a heightened state of, of, um, okay, I've got to be here. I've got to show up. Yes. I'm here. I've been here all along. Yes. And just because you've just arrived, I'll, I'll get there when I can. Mm -hmm. I don't have to, you know, drop everything. I don't yeah. have to drop everything. And it's been really, really interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. Especially right now when you watch, like I've, I've got an extraordinarily busy practice and the amount of people who are in and out of this office. And in the course of the year, I think we've had in total myself and my two daughters included five people who had COVID mm -hmm. in the last year year and that speaks volumes yes no yes so, um these people who are coming in and out of here and who are actually paying attention to themselves it yes. shows in other areas of their lives yes. they understand that, that you know the care and feeding of the of the soul is is something that is a personal responsibility and is something that you know we've been gifted with these beautiful bodies and I had this conversation with a young man today who'd been in an accident and we had a big chat about the fact that, oh, he'd broken his neck too. And, and mm -hmm. we were chatting away about this and he goes, well, you know, it's just, it just stinks because I'm, I'm, I'm not even 30 and, um, you know, I have difficulty moving and all. And I said, don't invalidate your experience. Right. Because of that. And I said, let me wave at you from my fifties and go, yes. I smashed my back up and my neck and broke everything in my body. And I've done a lot of really great stuff. Yeah. And I explained to him how I got to where I am is by asking the same question every single morning as soon as my eyes open. And is it, is the pain I'm in either physically, spiritually, or emotionally bigger than what I want to accomplish today? Yeah. And that's how I've made it this far. Yeah. You know, there's this whole thing of mind over matter, you know, and it's, uh, no, the matter matters, right? And it's, if of course you- it does. It's yeah. all part of the package. Yeah, exactly. And the thing is, if you take care of the matter, you know, the mind will follow. Um, we put so much emphasis on the mind. Well, the mind needs to make the choice to listen to, you know, the rest of it. Um, it is really, really important that when we are faced with a challenge and who isn't faced with a challenge, some form or other, whether it's physical, emotional, um, spiritual, we're all faced with a challenge. We go down the rabbit hole because at first it's like, oh, why me? You know, and then you're, you're in the bottom of that rubber hole. Okay, I can't go any further. What do I do now? Do I stay here or do I come back out? 
And it's that journey coming back out that is the lesson that we're meant to learn, that where we discover our strength and our courage and our abilities and our purpose, right? And every day that we look at ingratitude, it doesn't matter if I'm in pain today or not. I'm grateful that I can do something where I can spend my energy that not only releases my pain, but shares the positive energy out there. And that raises the frequency, raises the vibration. And so you're not inviting all that other negativity like COVID. Meaning we know people with a strong immune system are less likely to get it, or if they do get it, go through it quickly like any other common cold, right? They're going to get through it quickly. Well, I had a wave of people who were just so furious with me and that just gives me such joy sometimes. <laughs> it's Shake it um, but last year when I was flying over to the States to record my, my latest book, my audio book, um, I was flying in March and it was right at the cusp of, yeah. you know, I flew on the 12th. I woke up with COVID on the third Friday, the 13th. And I had made a phone call though before leaving Ireland and I called my, my, one of my best friends in the world, Angelica, and I, who I was going to be staying with. And I said, listen, she does bioresonance. Um, so we had all the equipment there, um, to, to test this out. And I said, are you game for this? I'm going to pick up COVID on the way. And she was like, okay. And she goes, I'm just going to choose not to. And I went, that's great. Cause one, one of us needs to stay healthy and well. And I've always used this body to experiment and to, mm -hmm. to, to know the human experience because I don't, I, I don't have that death fear. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. The Been there, done that. <laughs> Been there, done that. I'm good with that. And I also know when I go again and it just doesn't, so it's just not there. And you yeah. might see that as well, good for you and reckless, but that's my experience. And yeah. I don't want an explanation. You don't live in the fear of death. Not at all. So I said, I'm going to pick it up because I want to see what makes this thing tick. Are you game? And she was like, absolutely. So within 24 hours, I arrive in and I have it. And we were able to, to literally deconstruct the virus from day one. So in a, a year ago, we're going, we did a live report every single day. And I'm like, hey, guys, this um, this is interesting because not only is there aspergillosis, which is black mold, which caused that um, pneumonia aspect to this, but we just found an animal adenovirus in this. Mm. What the heck? And what have we been hearing in the last week yeah. about AstraZeneca vaccine? It's a chimpanzee adenovirus. So, ah, really? Are we we're using a vaccine to fight like with like? Well, how did the chimpanzee adenovirus get into the virus in the first place? Right. Yeah. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. So we had a ball, you know, and so, yes, I was quite sick. But what was so fascinating with it was it was like time traveling. Mm. I got to go and visit every single ailment I have had in all of my years. Right. And it was so wild because they would come and they would come to the surface and then it was gone. I like had shingles for four hours one of the days during mm. COVID. I got, I got to go back to, you know, um, encephalitis. I got to go back to mono. I got to go back to breaking my neck. I got to go back to... You know, a massive reflux attack. I got to get everything that's ever happened to me came right. Up. Like detoxing, kind of amazing mm. rashes started mm. coming out. And I was like, oh, this is incredible. So we photographed everything. We recorded everything. And it's so fascinating now. Every single thing that came up, it was this beautiful cleansing process. Yes. And so in the last year, if I've been, even my allergies, and I would be quite a uh, when, when spring hits Ireland, look out, my eyes are like 
baseballs and just, you know, just, I'm like, I have a little tissue right now. Yeah. And that's kind of it. Mm -hmm. I have this thing burned out everything that was latent in my body. And it was incredible because that sustained temperature was able to pull up everything that I've had. And it just got rid of it. One thing, you know, we always hear, oh, you've been exposed to the herpes virus that lays dormant in your roots. We've been exposed to uh, mono or glandular fever. And, you know, you think the plague the even. virus can stay in there, yeah. like all this stuff. And I'm like, this thing went through and it cleaned house. And so yeah. some people were home cleaning out their emails and other people experienced COVID and, you know, doing housework and cleaning out their garages. And, and I was cleaning out my body. And it's been utterly fascinating to be able to turn around and how irritated people got when they saw somebody embracing the sickness and embracing the idea that, hey, I wanted this. What are you mm. nuts? Well, I wanted to get this to see what my body could do. I wanted to see how how with all of its bangs and knocks and, and everything that we've been through together, how it coped and it did really, really well. Yeah. And I also wanted to be there to show other people that they had the capacity to do this. And I wanted to go, hey, guess what keeps coming up? A year ago, vitamin D deficiency. Yes. There is a zinc deficiency. There yes. is a magnesium deficiency. I'm coming out of the Northern Hemisphere in a space where we don't get a lot of sunlight. Guys, vitamin D is the yes. key here. And I'm a year screaming this at people. And now all of a sudden, yes, it's been like, Dr. Falcon takes 6,000 IU. And I'm like, oh, does he? Because why is the U.S. recommended dose um, only 600 then? Because since 1980, when they first started putting the recommended daily doses on bottles, they have been categorically creating four deficient generations in order to reach this spot right now, where when you introduce this virus into, into the global population, the vast majority of people would be vitamin D deficient and have great difficulty fighting it. You know? You often wonder kind of, you know, where the, the universal, whatever the powers that be, bring along these things. Is it a way to bring the population down? Is it a way to test our own strength and resilience? Is it a way to shake us up? I was given a saying three years ago, the universe is going to shake us up to wake us up for us to step up and change it up and grow up in more than one way. And we're definitely being shaken up and woken up, but we're being woken up to a number of things. Uh, you know, the, the don't invite it, you did because you wanted to experiment that scientific mind, but for other people don't invite it, common sense. If you're around people with a cold and they're sneezing and spluttering all over you, you're likely to pick it up. So, you know, don't be around the crowd of people if you don't want it, wear the mask, wash your hands, common sense. But it's at the same time, don't buy into the fear or the hysteria of it, or the, the propaganda or the, yes, it's real, but at the same time, we don't have to lay ourselves subject to it if we don't want to, mm -hmm. right? And it comes down to our attitude of life. Oh, completely. That's everything, you know. And one of the greatest things that I've noticed um, that's, that's really been in the forefront for me since this started is the way that we value um, different life experiences mm -hmm. and how unbelievably garish we are when it comes to 
deciding that this person's experience is valuable when this person's is not. It's like when they introduced, um, they started trying to put out that those who were special needs, mm-hmm. when they went in for their vaccination, you know, getting the families to sign a do not resuscitate if something went wrong. And I'm like, why didn't yeah. everybody have to sign that? Yeah. Uh, because this idea, now it's the morbidly obese. Well, how do you know that that beautiful, perfect, omnipotent, eternal soul didn't come in here to experience life as someone who's morbidly obese? Yes. You know, it's the idea. And I think that's where spirituality is so funny, too, because we, we can sometimes get this um, kind of Jesus complex about what it means to live a good life. A good life lived is one that is lived in the way that the soul who came here to live it needed it to be. And so that was our soul contract when we came here, right? Was to go through these experiences for whatever reason. But I think it is to evolve. to to connect you know oh it's so sad that that person had a stroke and now they're a prisoner of their own body and what if they needed to just observe yeah who are we to step in and say this one needs this and so you know i'm always humor is my thing and i've always just i I make fun of that often just just to get people to go oh hang on a second you know and it's like right now what i fight tooth and nail for is choice Yes. Um, I couldn't care less if somebody gets their vaccine, but I certainly don't want not to have the choice to do it myself. Right. And, you know, right or wrong, it's right or whatever's right for the other the other person. Yeah. But and, yeah. and also, where does that opinion come from? If it's the social media propaganda, you're going to buy anything out there like the COVID virus was 5G. You know, you're going to buy any of the crap out there. Um, Jess, if you're going to make a choice, I have another show genre called Your Health is Your Choice. Because it is. You know, it is how are you going to look at your health? How are you going to go about your health? How are you going to be your own healer? Using the modalities that are around you is your choice. But at the same time, don't buy into every media thing that comes along. and "Ah!" You know, like my landlady the other day um, coughed. Uh, while she was at the cashier and somebody steps six steps back oh god she coughed and it's like oh god get real please get real you know you've either watched too many Armageddon movies or the walking dead or anything else it's like you know if you're that petrified don't go out (laughs) order online but that's it and the thing is is that there what's being what's happening though across the board is that the people people who have chosen in this particular incarnation to, to look after their health in, in such a way that they don't fear yeah. what's going on. It's these people who seem to be imprisoned and being held hostage by the choices that are being made by other people. And all I've, all I've ever fought for is I don't care what you want to do. Inject that, you know, inject the monkey virus and the fetal tissue and the, you do what you do, you boo. Whatever you feel like you need to put in your body, you go ahead and do that. But how very dare you mm. put me in a position where I can't, I can't travel or I can't go to this yeah. restaurant or I can't go. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Um, you know, there's the common sense and there's the free will. Um, and, you know, the yes, if there's a lot of people vaccinated, you know, maybe it will take care of um, bringing down the numbers. But again, it goes about why was it here in the first place and i think it was that shift that change that we had to have 
Um, it, it is nature's way of eliminating. I'm sorry. I know there's many deaths and many people have lost people and I know how painful that is. But at the same time, we are being overpopulated in the world uh, and we're not taking ownership of our own choices or of our own participation. And mm -hmm. we've become more, you know, it's your fault. It's your fault. Three fingers pointing back at you. It's the government's fault. It's that fault. And no ownership, no responsibility for yourself, for your own choices, who you are. The abundance lies within you. Step up and claim it. Do you have to do a bit of work? Yes, mm -hmm. you do. But who you become because of that, because of the challenge you face, because of the adversity. My entire platform here in Self-Discovery Media is interviewing people like yourself who have gone through the cosmic two by four and you were given a choice, give in, be in the wheelchair and go, why me? Or fight to, to get your life back and have some meaning and do something with it. And you're continuing that fight and you're an inspiration for other people to show you can. It is your choice. But the people I interview made the choice to go through it. And they oh, are the absolutely. best teachers now, best teachers. That's one of the things that I'm always asked, you know, when lecturing about near death and the, what the experience was like is, um, well, when they made you come back and they went, no, 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 no. no they, they didn't make me come back. I <laughs> You're going to go back or else. They <laughs> chose to come back. Absolutely. Yeah. And I wouldn't be anywhere else right now, even though it's wild and crazy and freaky and scary and fun mm -hmm. and, and crazy. There's nowhere I'd rather be. And I'm so happy that I made the choice to come back and right. experience this because it's like, you know, that idea of, oh my God, I wish I was 18 and fabulous and had the wisdom that I did now. Yes. That's what having been dead is like. Yes. It's like I am coming back and I know all of that. And yeah. I am getting to it now. Can it be frustrating? I will not lie. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Yes, it can, because yeah. there are so many around me who are not privy to that knowledge of, mm. of everything is actually going to be okay. And yeah. this is actually of your own making. It's part of your life's journey here. That was okay. your experience and, to have. Yeah. So, you know, to be able to walk through with that knowledge. I, now I'm a, I'm a big risk taker. Mm -hmm. obviously <laughs> having that knowledge yeah um but it's uh and, and everybody doesn't have to do that but right. i do i have to do that and so to be put in a position now where where now people are choosing whether i get to become sick or not become sick where they want to mask me and take away my option to you know to to go out and absorb my environment around me so that my body can be that's like that's like saying Hey, uh, you know, and this, the story of, oh, I'm doing this for you. Mm -hmm. Please don't. Oh, please don't. You know, because that would be like saying, I'm going to go jogging for you because you're obese. Right. Yeah. You know, it makes absolutely no sense. You know, it's just um, the idea that uh, that someone would think that it's not okay because sickness or discomfort, which is, you know, that's the great plague of the nations is is that we don't like to be uncomfortable anymore. No, we don't. We don't like to be uncomfortable. And in, in those in that discomfort is is the only place we can grow. Well, I mean, going back to you moving to Ireland and the people there, they know what the hard life is about. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, they're grateful for it. They're grateful for any of the triumphs they have. They're grateful for anything that they put on the table. They're grateful for each other. And that hard work gives them purpose, gives them meaning. And if we 
you know, yes, technology is wonderful. Like anything in life, it all has its benefits if used properly. It's the saying that money can be evil in the wrong hands. Food could be our enemy if we don't know how to eat it properly. You know, everything can be bad for us if we look at it that way or we misuse it. But when we actually go through something and we're very grateful every day to get up, I have another day, another day to do what I'm here to do. That is what we strive for people to reach because when they do, then they actually understand what living is all about. And it's so much fun and it gives you so much joy and there's so much light around it and energy around it. Do I have aches and pains every single day? Every single day, I've got a condition that always does that. And I stupidly picked something up the other day, which is, oh, God, do I need your chiropractic little right now? <laughs> my back is going, ah, why did you do that? <laughs> you know? But it was like my 87-year-old landlady doing it or me doing it. <laughs> so it had to be done. Now I pay the price. I, too, know I will go through this. It's not like the end of days. Right. So if we if we look at something and go, OK, shouldn't have done that. All right, buddy, I hear you. What do you need from me right now? What do you need from me to, to nurture you, to help you through this? And it's the same with our psyche. It's the same with our stomachs. It's the same with uh, with our spirituality, everything. How do we nurture ourselves? Because the best that we are with ourselves, the more we're able to give and serve others. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Tell us about this new book of yours. Um, so oh, Promise by Heaven. No, Promise by Heaven. That was my first. Oh, okay. All right. That's, um, Promise by Heaven is my first three books actually put together. Um, Simon and Schuster picked up the first three books and turned them into Promise by Heaven. Mm -hmm. And that's how that came about. Um, but Understanding is the New Healing is the book I always wanted to write because it's everybody else's stories. Mm. So these interactions that I've had with people for, you know, many, many years and um, working as a healer with them and being able to use each individual story to talk about um, the, the triumph of the human spirit of how these people are discovering themselves and very much so, you know, I'm from, from page one, don't get hung up on what I do. Yes, I came back and I've got some... Yeah pretty cool abilities, but I'm the window washer, you know, <laughs> this is me wiping the window clean so that people can find their own way home. They can mm. see out that window and go, Oh, I already am that, which I seek. How about that? Yeah. And that's, that's what we do. And so these are some of my favorite stories. Um, the first half of the book is, is, um, people's encounter with past or concurrent lifetimes. Um, and then the second half is everything from, gosh, encounters on the Queen Mary in Los Angeles to, you know, extraterrestrials and people's experiences um, uh, with with things that are not of this world. Um, We're not so, of this world. None of us. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> the coolest thing about it, though, is it's so, it's so much fun to get the chance to be the first at something because yeah. it's, you know, very, very rare these days. And um it's the very first audiobook on Amazon Audible that's backed by brainwave states and mm. frequencies that correlate with the information being told in each story. Mm. So if I'm in Northern Ireland and I'm talking about it, an 80 year old woman whose children have brought her to me because she's depressed. And as soon as I touch her and I download, oh my gosh, 
this depression comes because she had to abort a child mm -hmm. because her parent, her, her husband had said after six children that he would kill her if she got herself wow. pregnant again. Oh, and like she got herself pregnant. He had nothing to do with it. Right. Yeah, exactly. And so, um, not only does this deal with the, the abortion um, aspect and the choice she had to make where absolutely she had to go and do this because she was going to, her other six children mm -hmm. would lose their mother. Yeah. And this man was violent and, and horrendous. And um, she ended up living all of these years mm. in a deep, dark depression that her kids were just so fed up with. Mom's always down you know, not realizing why the personal sacrifice. And remember, this is in Northern Ireland yeah. and the idea of, of aborting a child, a, it was, you know, they, she had to go to England and B it was something that was so against everything she had taught to be, um, you know, imagine living your life knowing that you're going to hell. There's no way out of it. You've yeah. done the deed. Yeah. You sacrificed your eternal soul in order to allow your kids to have a mom. Yeah. Um, but the great sacrifice was the fact that you're going to burn in hell for the rest of eternity. And so imagine that with all of your soul, you've, you've believed this yeah. your entire adult life. And so somebody's connecting with some aspect of that story when they're listening to this. And Absolutely. so the frequencies that are playing, I've got guilt, fear, shame, mm -hmm. grief, anger, self-loathing coupled with a deep meditative theta brainwave state. So they can actually sit in, absorb and release themselves from anything that vibrates within that story for them on a personal level. Yeah. So it's like I've plucked, you know, the guitar string in the corner of this room, you know, over here, and I plucked the E string on the guitar on this one, and they both vibrate together. And so as we're speaking and as the frequencies are playing, and if that individual is carrying a burden, we're resonating in such mm -hmm. a way that they're having an immersive experience and therefore a release. Yes. So yeah, it's really cool. I'm very excited about it because it's something that's just, it's years of work and mm -hmm. you know, the, the sound engineer um, that I work with Greg Papania, um, he's the founder of signs music, S I N E S signs music. And so I could go when, when Greg and I met and part of the, the weirdness that I do is I have synesthesia. So I, you know, I can, I can smell a tumor. I can smell mm. an entity. I can, I can hear cancer. And so I'd go, okay, Greg, this sounds like this. And he'd mm. go, okay. And he'd create, um, based on, you know, 20 something years of hearing these tones and I would pitch these tones and we go in and we match these things. And then we put it to the test over the years where, all walks of life from all over the planet are coming into this place for a healing session and we're playing frequencies yeah. and they're getting better Yeah, or they're passing peacefully without yes. fear because the ultimate, you know, that the, the, the greatest outcome for anybody who's, who's in the healing arts is, is not that everybody gets well, but that everybody lives and dies well. Yes. That, that's the ultimate goal yeah. there. And the so lives and dies well. That is very, very poignant because we don't want to cross over with any of the burden this life has had. So we want to release it. Otherwise, it will continue on with that spirit. We also want to cross over knowing that we have lived well. And, mm -hmm. you know, when our time comes, you know, I've had a couple of um, 
deaf doulas of deaf, deaf midwives you know their process is to uh, help people cross over peacefully help people um, not just like the body's taken away, but you know, wash the body, speak to the body, you know, allow that process of that death. And, and also don't wail at somebody's bedside, you know, exactly. it, it, that's, it, that's my big thing, you know, yeah. it's, it's don't hijack somebody's death. No, it's, it it's let them have that peaceful <laughs> death. Tell them, yeah, tell them how much you love them and grateful, but keep those tones soft. Don't interfere with their own frequency of transforming. Mm -hmm. Right, which, which is, is why really we see over and over. I wrote a book with um, uh, my best friend Patricia Scanlon here, who's an author in Ireland, and um, with Aiden Story and Pamela Young. And we basically, Trisha's father had just died. And so um, I, as a metaphysician, Aiden as an angel healer, and Pam as a, um, she grew up in the spiritualist church. And um, Trisha had all these questions that she wanted to talk about and answer. And so each of us answered from our own perspectives. And, um, you know, it was quite fascinating um, when we wrote Bringing Death to Life, how many people would um, would talk about the same, that shared phenomenon. Oh, I was there and I was with my loved one for so mm -hmm. long. And then I just went to go pee and I came yes. back and they were dead. Yes. And I'm going, there's a sure sign that you were hijacking somebody's right. death, you know? because they couldn't go think about that if this is someone that was that precious to you and that you love that much is it easier for them to say goodbye you know it's like when you're like no yeah. you hang up no you hang up yeah no, you yeah. Hang up. yeah get out of their space yes and let them let go yeah yeah very important you know we we honor the birth why can't we honor the death yeah exactly right and uh birthing you know my my daughter's just had a baby and it was a 48 hour labor and it was very very difficult and then you know i had very very bad labors uh, myself and they said but you did it three times mom and i said when that gift is in your arms you I you you that. don't forget <laughs> what you went through but you forget the pain of what oh, you went through, totally. right and you do it again right and because the package is worth it and it's the same with the rebirthing of ourselves mm -hmm. right we we we're going to go through that wonderful change as we release and clean out and come to terms with and and in our own self discovery of who we are today and as we birth ourselves, you know, sometimes it is painful. Sometimes realizing something that you've been carrying for so long and you realize how painful, you know, that clench that your whole body's in, you know, and you release it, that foreignness of a released body, of a released psyche, of a released heart. And you step into that in that new birth of wonderment. But it's not like a child that's going through wonderment and still needs to learn so much. Our rebirth is with wisdom, with knowledge. And that next lifetime that you're having within this lifetime is on your own terms, your own choice and your own boundaries and your own beautiful energy. So why wouldn't you want to go through that in order to be in that space? Why would you stay in the suffering? And then, you know, there's also that there are some souls, with, you know, who are, I, I, I look at everybody as a scientist. Mm -hmm. Every soul that comes here is, is, is attempting We're all experimenting. To yeah. <laughs> what we have to remember too, is that some of them, that's when I learned how easy it was to exit the body prior to the death of the physical body, um, you know, because I got to witness my own death. Um, 
I suddenly realized and I started thinking very differently about the fact that, gosh, you know, there are some people who actually stay in and let that car hit them and feel their neck breaking as it goes through the glass and then they go. Mm. But in that moment, I think in order for me to even know that was possible, I came up and out and then watched everything unfold because I have zero recollection of memory of, of pain right. of the time, but I have crystal clear recollection of every single thing that happened, mm -hmm. but I have no, no memory of the pain whatsoever. And I, I wasn't even in the physical body when it, when the car actually got hit, I was watching my body get yep. hit. And so I think it's interesting too, that when we watch people go through the death process, it's we who suffer in watching them suffer. Yeah. Because in their suffering, if they're going, it's like, why, if, if you watch an animal die and there's some uncomfortable moments mm -hmm. uh, for some of them, it's as natural. And, you know, you watch this unfolding of, of it's like shutting down and, you know, it's like when I go through the office tonight and I cut all the lights out and I lock up the door and I go home, there's, it's a very beautiful, very systematic process yes. that takes place. Yes. And so for some, it's important to experience every aspect of that. Mm -hmm. It's we who put everybody on everything because we don't want to watch them suffer. Right. Um, and then we end up in, oftentimes prolonging the, the agony mm -hmm. for them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There is so much um, still for humanity to learn. You know, people think metaphysical and they kind of then think, you know, you know, dragons and unicorns and things like that and, and fairies and fairies do exist. I've seen them, uh, had a good conversation. The thing is, is that there's so much about this planet that, you know, and, and all its beautiful metaphysical wonderment that is there for us still to learn. I'm very much of a cosmic being. I had a hard time living as a human being here because I could feel all the angst and the anger and the everything else. And it's taken this lifetime to kind of come to terms with that and be able to merge together. Um, I will always be the cosmic being having the human experience, but I have a better human experience now. And I know how wonderful we can be as a human race, how illuminating we can be when we choose to take that journey choose to go through the process open up our minds to something we don't understand the reason we don't understand it is because we haven't experienced it open up to the experience it, and then you'll understand it and then there won't be the fear around it right just be willing to explore it's so important i think it's also important to remember that this place is created as a dichotomy we're always mm -hmm. trying to break down the dichotomy and the duality and talking about the great separation and that's where we got went wrong and mm. you know and what's so interesting about that is that um that dichotomy is what so many of us came here for yes and to be able to understand that you know only with the, the dark and the light threads can mm. we see the tapestry and um it's it's like going to Harvard Law School and throwing a big fat strop because they won't teach you how to cook. <laughs> you go to a cooking school if you want to learn how to exactly. cook. Exactly. Yes. You go to Harvard Law, you're going to learn mm -hmm. some law. Yeah. And so when we constantly are trying to break down the um, that dichotomy and we're always moaning and complaining about how awful it is here, there has never been a time since the dawn of creation in this in this plane of existence 
where there hasn't not been the duality of darkness and light. And the thing is, text out there. Yeah, it it has shown us that both simultaneously existed. They need to. Our challenge is to is to learn to exist peacefully. But so many people get into the darkness and they, you know, they pitch a tent, they build a campfire Mm -hmm. and they're roasting marshmallows and they never get out of there. And it's it's always about riding that wave between them and knowing that you've always got both going at the same time. You could lose someone you love while a new baby is coming into your family. You could. You know, these are, these are things that to me seem so simple, but I, I really, I, I realize how many people struggle with that because yeah. it's an, an outside in approach yes. uh, and they, they don't understand the, you know, as above, so below, as within, mm. so without, yes. um, they take it and make it backwards and mm. it's always an external experience. Yeah. They're always looking for external gratification. They're always looking externally to blame things that aren't going right in their own life. The validation, you know, of who you are, which is, no, it's not there. Um, I ended up in the, about eight years in the darkness uh, through my transition um, into into accepting my body life. Um, And I always saw the light and it was like, I know it's there, but I was in the darkness and it was a form of protection for me at the time. And as I came out, you could feel the shadows chasing you and the light was very bright. And now I am very happy to go into the darkness because I am the light in the darkness. I'm not afraid of the darkness. I don't go in there to, um, it's, it's a peaceful place for me to go now. It is not filled with hate, loathing or hell. It is a place like the universe. I travel up to the universe amongst the stars. You feel everything and nothing. You are weightless, you are open. It, it just, it's such a supreme feeling. So to understand, I'm afraid of the dark, then be the light. Be the light that sheds on the darkness. But understand the darkness, just like we switch our lights off at night to go to sleep and close our eyes. That is where we go into dreamland. And that dreamland is beautiful parallel world of your experience. And it needs to happen in the dark. Fear really runs a great deal of stuff, doesn't it? And fear is, again, not understanding or is the dictation of what should be. And if we're just willing to go on our own self-discovery, our own journey, and understand that it is your choice, uh, don't let the external dictate. Because really, if we look at it, it's been so dysfunctional for so long. And it is time for change, isn't it? I think it's always been changing. Yeah. I think different people. But we're slow. We're slow to change. (laughs) It changes. It resets it. You know, why do you think we've seen so many civilizations come and go and there's just enough evidence left from each one for us to know that they were there and it goes back further and further and it's been here longer and longer than ever we thought imaginable. You know, so it's just it's knowing that we are at a place where um, we've lost the run of ourselves, as they'd say here in Ireland. And um there is there is a history of yeah. that. The imprint of energy. Sure. You know, I mean, how many people say, you know, barefoot on the ground, grounding and feeling the vibration for the earth, you know. I'm like that in water. Water is my conduit there. Um, wherever it is that you get that connection, go to it more often and connect because then you do, you know, A, you're not alone. Uh, B, you have more clarity. You have more peace about yourself. 
and it just opens you up more to what is out there and what is possible. Um, how do people get hold of this audio book and what about your other books? Are they still in play? Yeah, absolutely. So my website is maryhelenhensley.com and uh, those everything I have is there and it'll direct you to Amazon or to wherever um, uh, for each of the books. I've, I've done a I've done the big publishing companies. I've done the indie publishing companies and, um, you know, just for the different experiences. Um, and each one has its strong suits and each one has its pitfalls and mm. um, which is really fun. And so the new one, though, is um, understanding is on Amazon, on Audible. Right. Um, understanding then, is the new healing, bringing uh -huh. death to life, a promised trilogy, promised by heaven which I like that. Yeah. And uh, your it's name? It's kind of out called Hugh and the Manatee, mm -hmm. which is the first in a children's series um, that addresses gender identity. And so it's a beautiful story. Um, and it's the first in, in, in a series where kids, our LGBTQ kids, um, will be able to find themselves in children's literature because it's just not there. You know, having a daughter, um, my oldest daughter, she never saw herself in a story growing up because mm -hmm. there was nothing like her. And I went, well, you're a writer, write the book then. Yes. So did. And yes. So, I'm, so it's a gorgeous little story. My nephew, um, Max Gordon in New York illustrated it. And it's just, um, it's just so sweet. And then again, it, it, it brings, brings us to frequency and it helps children mm -hmm. learn about, about the vibration, the frequency of love. And um, yeah, so I have all sorts of interesting projects on at the moment. Yeah, and I know that right now you're kind of inundated with your chiropractic work, but you do have online programs which you'll be going back to. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I do. Um, I would do a lot of uh, FaceTime or Skype um, sessions with people around the world, and then usually I would be um, doing an awful lot more healing sessions than I am. But what's interesting is the 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 bed that I use now because I finally found um, this piece of technology that was able to able to deliver the frequencies through mm -hmm. the entire body, making it an immersive experience. Um, so it's standing in for me while I'm busy, which is brilliant because it's literally all of the frequencies. There's a playlist, a menu of things that can mm -hmm. be on what somebody's looking, whether they're dealing with cancer or Parkinson's or depression mm -hmm. or suicidal tendencies or whatever. And literally I can put them on the bed and it runs and they just come out and they're like, what just happened? Yeah. And it's great. So it's standing in for me right now. Well, um, um, sure. Isn't that what it's all about? You know, the frequency of, of, uh, of love and light and there it is. And so yeah. it's allowing me to do what I need to do right now. Um, but I'll come back to that and I'm working on, some quite large projects now that that help bring Hollywood to Ireland. Um, so it's really fun for me. It's all look you one of the one of the perks of having been dead is is <laughs> is you're just like if it feels good, if it's fun, I'm in, you know, um, if it's if it's um, dark and challenging, I'm also in. If it's, you know, there isn't anything that I don't want to come across. One thing I am doing as I get older is I'm not using my body the same way Yes. Um, as a, a science experiment. Mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I consciously said with COVID, because it has, 
I'm not patting myself on the back saying, oh, I'm a fabulous doctor. I'm actually, I'm, I'm quite a good doctor as far as my, you know, my diagnostic skills, skills and my ways of relating to my patients. And where that actually comes from is people will come in with the craziest, weirdest symptoms and I'll go, oh, I had that. And the relief. Yes. that they get, you know, because when you've broken your neck, when you've had cancer twice, when you've had a brain tumor, when you, you've had every weird symptom under the sun. And so when people come in and they're afraid and they're like, you know, it feels like ants go, oh, I was like, oh, I know what that feels like. Let me show you how to get rid of that. Mm. <laughs> and so the relatability, and that's the reason why you had that. to have everything for that relatability, right? But I did put it up with COVID this year. I said, I'm halfway through my life at the moment. Mm -hmm. And um, I want to spend the second half um, not having to deal with the kind of um, diseases and all that I needed to do research with. I'm done right. with that. Yeah, exactly. that information. And, so and, and plus you have the ability to, to see what's wrong within a body anyway. Oh, yeah. So, so, you know, that is a, a gift in itself. And um, so you don't have to have always the relatability to see what the problem is. I, let's just call it what it is. I cheat all the time. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's a gift. It's not a cheat. It's a gift. It actually reminds me of the Twilight Zone, actually, of a doctor that... Um, developed something where he could see what was wrong with the body but it kind of went too far and eventually he could only see skeletons because um, oh, of his science yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we don't want you to go yeah. there right <laughs> remember that one. Not, not too much twilight there okay <laughs> but i mean that we can't deny the gifts we've been given the thing is to acknowledge what the gift is and how to use it in service of each other, because that is what it's about. And, you know, some people go, but why have I got this gift? And it's, stop complaining about it and learn how to use it properly. You know, you don't need to understand it. I had a friend who was a conduit and I, I need to understand. And I said, stop trying to understand and just allow allow the experience immerse yourself into it the understanding will come but if you're trying to understand it before you experience it it's the wrong way round just immerse That's why yourself. i called it understanding is the new healing exactly and exactly. the beauty of the the bed the frequency and and using the vibrations going through this what i'm actually really digging and i am going to have to reinvent and recreate as i go back into that is you know we talk a lot people do we mm -hmm. talk a lot a lot and i am right at the i'm the queen of it do you know <laughs> i like to talk you're on a talk and show <laughs> I, you know i just like to talk but when it comes to somebody finding that space when they're all talked out when their brain is so exhausted because it's been so overstimulated one of the most beautiful things about the healing frequencies is that when someone lays down and they're in that and they're like oh what, okay and i've got the you know the stars are on the ceiling and they're covered in a blankie and they're all snuggled and and then bang it begins and they're yeah. like oh and it takes them over and i you know i will often run a frequency with it um where they cannot hold one thought mm. so they might try and try and try to get stuck in one loop or one pattern and they can't. And that is such a new experience for so many people yeah. that they actually feel like they're on a drug trip. Do you know yeah. that? That's generally just, my night. Huh? <laughs> that's generally my night pattern. Yeah. 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 I'm like, oh, multiple movies that? going oh, on at the same time. Night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. yeah. Yeah. So um, that's what's really neat, though, because then people get that experience of going in and unplugging and temporarily. Yeah. We don't want to walk around here 
in you know with our heads so far up our butts that we think that we know everything and that we are everything and everything is no no that's where the knowingness comes in yeah you'll know what you need to know when you need to know it you don't need to be the same perfection yeah exactly here to experience perfection you came here to experience quite the opposite of perfection flawsomeness yes yes yeah yeah i wish that bed was over here can you beam it over please you're all around they're around yeah yeah but oh i need that right now most certainly and frequency vibration energy every single thing about it is what you feed will grow and if you're going to feed the negative that's what you're going to get if you're going to feed the positive if you're going to feed the exploratory if you're going to feed the kindness and the caringness always come from your heart because we have an open heart, the soul can speak through it. It can lift the spirit into action and the mind will know what it needs to know when it needs to know it. But that heart needs to be open. And I know oh, my heart's broken or oh, my heart's been hurt. That's part of the heart's experience. Do not shut it down because right. you're shutting down your life experience. You can pat it, love it, heal it, but open it back up to another beautiful experience of life because that's what you're here for. So your site again, I'm going to spell it out for people who are listening, Mary Helen Hensley, H-E-N-S-L-E-Y.com. You'll find all the books up there. You'll find everything else that she's doing up there and the audio book. And I did listen to the the, um, um, introduction to it. And, uh, you know, this is sometimes it's get out of your head and get out of your way and just allow something to speak to you. Right. You know, we don't want you to think it. We want you to feel it by shutting off the thoughts. And the only way you're going to do that with this being switched off and rechanneled elsewhere. So the body and the intellect of the heart and soul can get the vibration it needs. Because this noggin gets in the way most of the time. (laughs) That's right. Amen. (laughs) Thank you so much for sharing with us here today. It's been an absolute delight. Thank you so much. And thanks for, again, that like we couldn't do it without you. You know, thank you for creating the platform and and the space to be able to have these conversations because this is really how people people can connect and i love the fact that it's happening this way because people are able to connect at their leisure yes and, and they're able to to go into a space when they feel called to the space yeah and, and this is uh, this is why i call them the orchard of wisdoms ready you know ready for clicking and it's a uh, it's there's nine years of shows here you know over 2700 of them and you know, my son's always saying, why don't you just make the 15 minutes? I said, that's the surface. We're going in depth. We're well, peeling yeah, back exactly. the layers. Yeah. yeah. Like, We're I going to the core of something. 15 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and the thing is, if you're ready to really hear the knowledge, you're going to. You're going to stick with it. You're going exactly. to stick with it. And if you're not ready, then no, we're not for you. We're for the people who are really looking to get down to the root of something and look for the answers. Right. That's why I prefer these very yes. much. So. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and we got we only really even scratched the surface today. I know there's a hell of a lot more. Well, then I think yeah. we'll have to do it again. We will have to do it again, most certainly, most certainly. Um, and actually, Thank I have a, a metaphysical partner who would love to interview you as well. So oh, most certainly on that side of things. So the thing is, yeah, we can get in and really talk about the nitty gritty of the actual death experience and what happens. On yes. The, you know, yeah. That's a whole nother show in itself. But I think we spoke today about exactly what we needed to talk about. Uh, that's the thing we allowed. We, you know, we have a certain direction, but then it's allowing what needs to come out. And for somebody out there, they're going to hear what they need to hear. And please apply. 
Don't just listen to and go, that was nice. You're hearing it for a reason. It's to spark you interaction. Inspiration is invitation for you to take action. Absolutely. And you already are that which you seek. Yes, it's all there. Yeah, it's all there. And with people like you who are there to guide them, you know, you're not there to do it for them. You're just to give them the tools and the wisdom and the and the, the skills to go and do it for themselves. This is what people have got to understand. It's your life's journey. You've got to do it. Everybody else that's around there is a cheerleader or a supporter, a guider, but it is your journey to walk. So get out there. Go <laughs> no team. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's no point abstaining from it because somewhere along the line, those legs are going to get walking one way or the other. So. <laughs> get you. you can't hide from yourself, however much you try. You're always going to get that tap on the shoulder, you know, uh, or the cosmic two by four. So, yeah. And uh, in your case, it was a gift to you. Uh, your, your, your death experience, it was to not only show you your gifts and the journey that you were meant to take, but as you, you're a scientific experimenter of, I'm going to go through these experiences, uh, not because I'm going to die from them, because I'm going to live because of them and share those experiences with others. Because some people will go, why she, she got herself COVID so she could experiment with it. Absolutely. But that's been your journey. It's being it with breaking your neck, bringing it with cancer, being it with anything else. You are the inquisitor to go and have these experiences so you can share the solutions with other people. So thank exactly. you. It is extreme, but thank you. <laughs> hey, everybody has their own version of extreme sports. This is mine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, and you know, that's through that journey, we all benefit. So thank you so much for going through your journey. Well, thank you for having me. I appreciate it so much. Oh, ditto, ditto, ditto. So folks, remember, there's always an answer. Um, no matter what happens to you and you think this is the end of it, it isn't. It's a pause, it's a redirect, it's uh, a reskill. Just be willing to go through the journey and the process and it will, will all make sense to you at the other end, even if it doesn't make sense to you at the beginning. But don't get caught in the drama of it, okay? All the trauma of it. Just be willing to go through that process and when you do, haha, moment will come to you. So until next time, bye for now. We hope that you enjoyed the show. You will hear many, many shows here on selfdiscoverymedia.com. We have new shows for you out every week. Just find them on our podcast or, or what's new. If you feel that you have something to share that makes a difference in the lives of others, or you too feel that you could be a host, please contact me at info at selfdiscoverymedia.com and we will be glad to speak with you. Have a wonderful day.